Welcome, my name is Jasmine Benson and I want to invite you into this episode of Liberate Her Magazine's podcast, where we highlight women who have built success from the ground up. Each episode, you will hear motivating stories from women and they will also share their expertise and give us tips to achieve our own success. Thanks for listening. Let's get to it. Here in episode one, I sat down with Veneer Hubbard-James, a pillar in education here in the city of Chicago. She has just opened an all-girl middle school called Exusia, and I got a chance to listen to her share that process. We talked about her own journey in the Chicago school system as both a student and an educator, as well as her learning to push past the fear of failure while opening Exusia. Take a listen. I have with me Veneer Hubbard-James, the wonderful uh, wife, mother, educator, singer. I don't know if y'all know all these things. Um, I'm so excited to be able to just sit with you and, you know, listen to um, your experience, your projects. I'm really excited about what's happening for you um, in 2018. So go ahead and just tell us a little bit, uh, a little bit about uh, where you're from and uh, we'll start from there. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's an honor. I know I told you, why are you interviewing me? Uh, so I just thank you for, for choosing me, selecting me. I'll start off, uh, I was raised in a typical two-parent home, and I, maybe I shouldn't say typical because that's not the reality for most most kids, but uh, actually today my parents celebrate 40 years of marriage. Wow. Uh, so I had a pretty stable home environment. I tell people all the time, my father, worked two jobs to make sure my brother and I uh, attended a parochial school. So he paid for private elementary and high school. By the time we got to college, uh, he said, you're on your own. <laughs> so uh, but we, now being a parent and an adult, I understand the sacrifice that both my parents made to make sure that I had a quality education. Uh, also, I attended an all-girl private school. Okay. Academy of Our Lady. I was actually a part of the last graduating class in 1999. My brother attended an old boy high school, Leo. And so education was the foundation in our household. I mean, no watching TV during the week. It was school. Weekends, you had your, your time to play. Uh, from there, I attended college. National Lewis University is where I received my bachelor's in applied behavioral science. Initially, I wanted to be a counselor, okay. uh, but God had other plans for me. It was prophesied to me, I remember, at the age of 12. I had no idea what prophecy was. I was attending a concert, and I remember the pastor, Aaron, prophesied to me at the age of 12 and said, you will be an educator, and you will change the lives of kids across the world. Uh, and so even with having that revelation, I still wanted to do things my way and said, no, I was going to be a counselor. Uh, however, midway through, I changed my mind, but I was too far into the process of getting my undergraduate degree. Uh, so I continued to pursue my applied behavioral uh, science degree, but I was also working full time as a second grade teacher. And so eventually through life, I... And so I decided to pursue a dual program for teacher certification uh, with a master's in education from University of Phoenix. Mm. From there, I went to Concordia University and attained my master's in secondary education in school leadership. 
And now I'm working on my PhD in educational yes. leadership. That's phenomenal. Um, I did hear you say how you had to work and go to school. I definitely um, understand that type of pressure. Explain to me how you were able to, you know, find your footing and balance. That way nothing, you know, kind of falls through the cracks. Absolutely. Mind you, I, I married very young. I married when I was 21 oh. years old. Uh, I had my son when I was 25. Wow. And so during those earlier years of, of, of marriage, it was easy to go to school and work full time. But once I had Elijah, uh, it became a bit more challenging working full time and doing all of those things. So I had a great support system mm-hmm. of cousins, aunts, grandparents who literally stepped in. In addition to having a husband mm-hmm. that allowed me and I say aloud because, you know, sometimes men can be intimidated by having a, a, a successful driven. yeah woman. Yeah. And so my husband has always supported me in every degree program, even with the start of the school. Yeah. And so my family has been my lifeline. That's amazing. Absolutely. Okay. So prior to uh, founding Exusia, what were you doing? I know you're a pillar in education mm-hmm. in Chicago, so... Tell us a little bit about that. So I started teaching when I was 19 years old. And people are really shocked by that. Mm -hmm. Um, I was asked by my former elementary school teacher to come in and sub for service learning hours. Um, And I never left. Wow. Uh, She saw me, an an old Catholic nun, saw something in me that I didn't know even existed Mm -hmm. uh, in myself. And so from there, I just continued to... To progress from elementary school to high school. Uh, when I became a high school teacher, I was like, this is it. Like mm-hmm. I, the little kids, they're wonderful, but I love the high school environment yeah. because I was able to have those real conversations with teenagers because they were one step away from being, you know, functioning adults um, in society. And so I found my passion when I pursued high school. But after teaching for so long and just seeing how the school system worked Mm -hmm. and how African-American children in particular particular were at a disadvantage Mm -hmm. in the quality of education, I decided to pursue leadership, thinking that I could make a change as a principal. So I was a principal for about two years. Um, unfortunately, our campus, uh, we didn't meet enrollment. Mm. And so our campus uh, is closed. Okay. And so uh, I came back to teaching and then that's where Exusia started. Okay. So what, what exactly did you feel was missing in the city of Chicago's education system that Exusia is able to fill that gap and actually change the the arena of education for the city absolutely uh in the chicago public school system there is such a learning deficit Mm -hmm. among our kids so you can have a student who's in sixth grade but they're operating at a second or third grade reading level or math level and so what I want to do is make sure that we're not only bridging educational gaps for our students, but we're also concerned with the social and emotional needs of our students. And so we just can't be so centered on academics mm-hmm. and we forget that we have a whole child in front of us. Absolutely. And our children 
uh, are going up in environments where they are not supported, where they don't have two parent homes, mm-hmm. where there uh, there's a disadvantage uh, as far as their economic status. And so they come to school with so many layers of issues that you're not going to get the results that you need out of them academically if you don't touch the heart, the mind, and the soul of the of exactly. the children, and so Exusia, we will be a school that only not just not only focuses on academics, but we want to deal with the social and emotional gaps mm-hmm. that our children face, yeah. particularly young ladies. Absolutely, because I I definitely believe like in order to be successful in education, you can't just separate everything else that I'm going through mm-hmm. at home or everything else that I just happened to go through from the bus stop here. Absolutely. Now I can't focus. On Absolutely. So I, I love the fact that you tie the whole child yes. together and not just test scores and how you perform on this project. I think mm-hmm. that's phenomenal. And you know what, what I've learned over the years is when, when you show children your human side, mm-hmm. they are most likely to perform better Anyway, because there's a personal connection there and they see you beyond the scope of a teacher and Mm -hmm. they see you as a man, a mother, a father. We call them a gap filler. And so as an educator, I tell people all the time, you're not just a teacher. You have to have a heart for what you're doing. So you're going to be mom, dad, mentor, nurse, whatever these kids need you to be. I love it. Absolutely. Um, So why all girls? Is it because (laughs) of your history or just... Tell us a little bit about that. It's it's a few things. Mm-hmm. One, it, it was a prophetic word that was, was given to me. Okay. Uh, I was trying to figure out what could I do differently in education that has not been done. And so when it was revealed to me by my pastor, Dr. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stevenson, that not only would you have a school, but it will be an all-girls school, mm-hmm. that was the, the question that I needed to have answered. What would be the different... Uh, the differentiator uh, in Chicago for us. And although we're not the first all-girl school, Mm -hmm. we are the first all-girl middle school in the city of Chicago. And so uh, in our research, what I was shocked to find out, even after that prophetic word, Mm -hmm. that there were no middle schools, single-gender middle schools, I knew that that had to be from God. Yes. And then that he chose me to be the person to steward this initiative in the city of Chicago. Uh, The second aspect of it is I am a product of an all-girls school. And I firsthand can testify to uh, the academic focus Mm -hmm. that I had, the sisterhood, what Mm -hmm. I learned about self-esteem, self-confidence. And then we even have what research, research suggests that girls learn better in single-gendered environments. Uh, And so it it promotes academics in a a much better way. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, So it sounds like the mission of Exusia is definitely pushing the well-being of women, of young girls um, as a whole. Every component within young girls you want to be able to speak to or be able to um, enrich can you tell us a little bit more about the, your mission for Absolutely. Um, and you hit it right on the head. The mission is to take not just African-American girls, mm-hmm. but we're talking about girls from across the city of Chicago mm-hmm. and bring them together and teach them how to advance in careers where women have been somewhat muzzled. Mm-hmm. I was 
so ignorant to the fact of um, the, the impact that African-American women had on NASA. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until after I saw Hidden Figures. Yes. And so what Exusi is going to do is take a generation of young girls and we're going to develop them to forge ahead in those careers Absolutely. in science, technology, engineering, yes, the arts, math. mathematics, and and cultivate them into becoming the world's leaders. Absolutely. That's the that's honestly the main goal in this even in this podcast and you know this magazine. I don't want a young girl to have any limit. Like there's no avenue that you can't have your fingerprint on or Absolutely. you can't have your thumbprint Absolutely. on. I, I don't want any ceilings over us like anymore so i i for that i love that and so it's really empowering a generation of girls mm-hmm. uh because oftentimes our, our generation of young ladies now it, it seems as if their role models are developed through pop culture and we're looking at housewives mm-hmm. and we're looking at basketball wives and this is the standard that we've held our young ladies to mm-hmm. um, and so we're not teaching them how to think independently, how to be able to take care of yourself independent of a man Absolutely. and so I, I remember my mother always telling me uh, you need to be able to take care of yourself of course if you have a husband, he comes along that's great, but in the event Don't look Mm -hmm. at a man to be your savior. Mm -hmm. Uh, You should be able to take care of yourself. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So growing up, you know, we're talking about how um, some girls don't really know where they could even go in the career. Did you ever think you would be the one to open up? A school like not tell at us all. About that. <laughs> not at all. I thought when I became principal, I had reached Reach. mm-hmm. uh, the peak of the mountain. Mm-hmm. I thought that was it. Like I had arrived, mm-hmm. uh, not realizing that there was much more work to be done mm-hmm. uh, aside for principalship. Because even in in that position, you don't have the authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, to change a system right, right. your role is to make sure that the pre-existing system is working and so for me that didn't work mm-hmm. because I, I was disturbed by the system that was in place yeah. uh, currently we have a system where we want our kids to perform at this mediocre bar we're content with our kids scoring at a 70% mm-hmm. on standardized tests well, that works if they're just competing among themselves and they have no no plans of moving forward in life. But when you're competing against other cultures and you're competing uh, against the world, Absolutely. a C average it's is not, not going to get you very far. Mm-hmm. And so what are we teaching our kids in our neighborhood schools if your parents can't afford a private school mm-hmm. or if you are not lucky enough to get into what we call CPS selective enrollment mm-hmm. schools? You're stuck at this neighborhood school whose expectations of you are very low. Yeah. In comparison to the standards the world has in place for you. Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, give us a moment where it looked like this dream of yours or this this <laughs> stepping stone of yours was not going to uh, come into into fruition. This entire journey has been a process mm-hmm. uh, this time last year exousia was a thought in my mind wow. I did not have my first meeting 
with a team of people concerning Exusia until February of 2017. Wow. And so it hasn't been a year yet. Uh, and so looking at where we are today and where I was a year ago from this point, um, I can definitely say God has been with me. Uh, it's a process. Daily, it's a process. But I have resolved in my heart and my mind that I will not move concerning exousia if I don't hear from God. And I know that may be strange to people who are non-believers, but this whole process has been a process of faith. Yeah. Yeah. And so my role, because he hasn't, God has not even shown me, he's shown me what it will be, but he has not detailed every step in the process. So I've been walking this thing out literally by faith. And so my role in this process is to just keep my ear open to yes. hear what God is saying and to move when he tells me to move and not necessarily be concerned with what I have and what I don't have. Uh, if I could tell you a story about even the process for the gala and everything we've yes. done um having like how are we going to pay for this yeah and then god provided uh that is a testament for me to know that god is with me absolutely and that gives you that that confidence absolutely. in what you're doing it yes it even like drives you to keep walking keep absolutely walking because it's like with every step it's a surprise absolutely yeah and you know what i i had to make sure that my my inner circle mm-hmm uh, because oftentimes you, you want to share yep. with people what's happening, what's going on. And, and a real life uh, example, I literally had to switch my circle Absolutely. of people because if I'm sharing with you and your faith level is not where mine is, it's going to it's going to clash. Mm -hmm. And then for someone who's believing God and then you're my friend and, and you're having doubts. I needed people around me who were strong in their Absolutely. faith so that if I felt weak, Absolutely. I could go to you and say, you know, I need you to help me pray this through. Yeah. And so I had to change my circle. And that was probably one of the hardest things I had to do mm -hmm. because I had to build myself around people who were willing to fight for this vision uh, as, if it, as if it was their own. Absolutely. That. As if it was their own. And so uh, that was the major change and the major game changer for me to make sure that exousia comes to pass. Yeah, that's that's good. That's actually I was going to ask you about that. So that was perfect. Um, what if outside of, you know, um, the circle change? Talk about uh, those those voices that you have to battle, you know, daily that those doubts, the the insecurities, the what if. Talk about how you were able to really, you know, push mm -hmm. through and break through those those barriers. Absolutely. And again, I don't know how to talk about this without referring to God. Absolutely. So right. <laughs> um, no I didn't realize that I needed to be delivered from fear. Mm. Um, fear, that means there is an absence of trust mm -hmm. that you have in God. Uh, and so I'm walking through that process. I'm not going to say that I have because every now and then, you know, fear. Yeah. And so I have to make sure that whenever a negative thought comes into my mind, that I combat it with what God says. Absolutely. And so my scripture intake has, has increased. Um, my walk with the Lord has strengthened. Uh, I know there's a book that's going to come from this because mm -hmm. I've learned so many lessons 
things about people, about yeah. myself, yeah. Uh, and my relationship with God. Um, and even after reading uh, our apostles' book, Dr. Matthew Stevenson's book, Abba, mm-hmm. yes. I didn't have a true revelation of who God was as father, mm-hmm. as provider. Mm-hmm. And so every step of this process, it seems as if God reveals another dimension yeah. of who he is. Uh, because, I, again, I've, I've, I grew up in a two-parent home. I didn't know struggle. Mm-hmm. That's my testimony, and I thank God for it. And so, you know, if I needed something, my father was there to get, yeah. you know. And so I didn't know struggle. And so in in having that upbringing, sometimes you, you feel like you can do things on yep. your own. Uh, you can make things Pretty work. independent. But yeah. this process... Yeah. Oh, God has <laughs> removed. Oh, no, you're going to know me yeah. as provider. You're going to know me as father. I know you have a good father, but I, I'm a better father. Yeah. OK, yeah. and so those are the lessons that I'm learning or have learned through this process to totally depend on God. That. And when yeah. it's his will, it's his bill. Yes. <laughs> right? Absolutely. So he is making provision literally every step of the way. I love that. I love it. That gives you so much. That just grows your faith. To Absolutely. Like a crazy. Absolutely. New level. Yes. Yeah. Um, so in that, that's been your key to pushing past fear. So you have a fear of success and a fear of failure. Let's kind of talk about how you were able to sift and then deal with both of those. Yeah. So mine was never a fear of success, a fear of success mm-hmm. uh, because I'm a very laid back individual. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was never my concern. Mm-hmm. My concern was fear of failure. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you put the idea out there, uh, because you have to promote this thing. And so that was the, the the scariest barrier that I had to 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 break down. Yeah. Okay, God, I put all of this stuff out on social media. We've had a gala. We've done A, B, C, and D. Uh, I'm out here now. Yeah. And I remember being in my prayer room one day and I was crying. I was weeping. And I was like, God, I don't want to be made a fool of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my name is out here and I heard God say so clearly no not your name my name wow that's a father is out here yeah and so because you trusted me I will not allow you to be put to shame yeah and so when he he gives me those reminders it gives me the strength to keep mm-hmm. moving. And so it seems like every uh, step that we take with the school is like another barrier breaking down where I'm like, okay, God, I trust you. Yeah. I'm literally learning how to trust you. And I believe that's the place where God is is meeting me. Yeah. Uh, and I tell people all the time, he could have chosen anyone. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for this. Yeah. <laughs> and he could have chosen anyone uh, to do this. Uh, however, I believe God is going to use this as a sign mm. and as a wonder Absolutely. to other women and other people in general that there is nothing impossible. Yeah. 
No, I can do anything. anything. And so that's what this process is about. It's not about me. It's yeah. not about me at all. Yeah. It's about the girls that I will come in contact with uh, who will experience a different level of freedom that yeah. they would not have experienced in a traditional school setting. And I believe it's about the people who need to see this. Yeah. And sometimes we put God in a box and just think he's healer. Oh, mm -hmm. he can heal my body. Mm -hmm. But he can he can help build an entire school and yeah. change the trajectory of education across the world. Absolutely. And I did not realize that I was the second African-American woman to own and operate a private school in the city of Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, it had not been done since 1974. Uh, and so wow. I was just like, wow. And I, that information didn't come to me um, until I was in an interview earlier this summer. I, I didn't research wow. it. You know, it, that was not a thought. Sent it to you. It yeah. was not a thought in my mind. And so I was just like, wow, this has to be God. Yeah. People it's, need to see this. I, I really believe it's, it's going to be like a ripple effect. Like, just because you leaped, you don't, you can't even imagine how far how many women how many girls this will inspire like i can start a school veneer started a school you can do it why can't i start a school and you know what the the hardest part um on raising or developing a school independent of a system mm -hmm. again is the financial obligation of it mm -hmm. so there are many people i get emails weekly of women who email me and say I'm inspired by you yeah. I want to open up a school as yeah. well but everyone is aware of that financial cost uh you're you're not um going to receive the same funding as a Chicago public school and so fear is what cripples mm. a person from pursuing this endeavor and I believe God is going again use exousia as a sign as a wonder Absolutely. and if he had to use me to do it i'm okay with, okay with that uh because millions of dollars i'm learning that's nothing yeah. to god he's the god that has everything right everything and so i'm a tither i'm mm -hmm. a giver and i i just believe i'm crazy enough to believe that god's going to do what he promised absolutely absolutely like you said if it's hit if it's in his will he has to he has to provide provide the way for you to go absolutely i love it i love it um so balance seems like <laughs> that is uh, something you probably had to grow into or, you know, um, something you're still developing. Um, you're a wife, a mother, um, an entrepreneur. How, how do you keep all plates spinning at the same time? Absolutely. So I am a planner. Uh, yeah. Anyone who knows me, I have a plan A, B, C, and D. Yeah. And so I literally uh, have a calendar for 2018 January until December and I'm literally planning out what my year will look like yeah. that includes date nights that includes girl night out uh, that includes date nights with my son uh, and so I try to map things and plan ahead uh, because I don't want anything missing mm -hmm. anything lacking um, and so I have um, promised those who are connected to me yeah. that I will not um disappear disappear yeah. pretty much uh i will have a social life mm -hmm. i will be a good mother i will be a good wife yeah. i will serve in my church uh and so i am committed to all of those things and i think with balance mm -hmm. with planning um it's possible yeah 
Uh, I'm very active at my son's school. I'm in tune with what's going on academically because I have a standard for him. Mm -hmm. And so um, I shared uh, a few weeks ago in another interview, you have to craft out time. Yeah. And I think people make time for the things that are important to them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important, especially, you know, talking about, you know, changing your circle. You want to also be able to cultivate that circle and Absolutely. not just, you know, forget about it when you get busy. That way they can be there to, to pour into you and you into them. Um, I love the fact that you, you know, you prioritize everything. You literally, it's, it's a discipline to it be is. balanced. Yes. Yeah, and I also have to make sure that even when I'm with my girlfriends, we're not talking about exousia. Right. Uh, yeah. I want to know what's going on in your world yeah. and what's going on outside of our careers and, and obligations to our family. And so I think there there has to be time where business is not an issue. Yeah. It's not even a part of the conversation. I know my husband and I when we go out to eat, we make a, a pack. Yeah. We're not talking about Elijah. Yeah. <laughs> we're not talking about work. We're talking about us. And so you have to be uh, intentional mm -hmm. about your relationships yeah. and what each other, what you need from each other. That's so good. That's so good. If you could shadow anybody walking their shoes with them, who would it be? Oprah Winfrey. Yes, absolutely. Oprah Winfrey. Uh, first of all, Oprah is an African-American woman yeah. who started an all-girls school in Africa. Yeah. And so I would love to just sit under her. And even though she does not run the school, mm -hmm. what made her, what, what was her logic of developing that type of school yeah. in Africa? Um, I know she has a, a giving heart. Yeah. And so I would just love to just sit under her and get all of the wisdom uh, that I could get from her. Absolutely. Yeah. What inspired her? What inspired her? What tri mm -hmm. Tripped her up, maybe that she Absolutely. was able to Absolutely. push past. Yeah. Um, okay, so tell us about what's happening with Exusia in 2018. What do you have coming up? Wow. What can what do we, what can we expect to see? Well, you can expect for the doors to open absolutely uh, September 4th of yes. 2018. And so we have a great deal of things happening mm -hmm. with Exusia. Uh, we will be amping up our promotional and advertisement efforts. Okay. Um, we have informational sessions taking place. Our first one will be March 10th, okay. which is also an early enrollment opportunity, but also an opportunity for parents to come and ask questions, mm -hmm. learn more about the school. We are in the process of updating our website to show our curriculum, what we will offer at the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade uh, level. Wow. Um, we will also host a number of fundraisers, including our gala, which yes. will become an annual event yes. uh, in August. But we will also have uh, a job fair because I need employees. Absolutely. And so we have a great deal of things happening between January and I want to say June. Okay. That uh, definitely paves the way for us opening up August. Yeah. I'm sorry, September 4th. September 4th. Okay. Yes. So tell us that website where we can go and actually kind of... Yes. So you can follow us on Facebook mm -hmm. at ELAG2018. Uh, but our website is www.elag.online. And so we will be updating uh, the website on a regular basis, on a monthly basis. And so uh, January 8th 
everything will be there. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yes. That's perfect. Yes. All right. Um, so the name of the magazine is Liberate Her. I love so, it. So, <laughs> yeah, this, this is absolutely liberating. I want you to leave me with uh, some lasting wisdom as if I was a her in your life, a daughter, a niece, a mother. Um, this is your chance to liberate her. Absolutely. Leave her. I would tell her to follow your dreams. Don't be afraid to live out your dream. Uh, don't be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid of barriers or obstacles that you may have to overcome. Because at the end of the day, if you can see it, although it sounds very cliche, yeah. you can achieve it. It's there. And so don't be intimidated by what you don't have. Yeah. You have to keep going. I tell people all the, all the time, faith without works yeah. is dead. Yeah. And so if you have the faith, you also have to put in the work behind it. Absolutely. And so although I believe God is going to do this, uh, build exousia, mm -hmm. I had to put the work in. Yeah. And so separate your time, organize your time, structure your day, uh, your prayer life so that you can hear uh, what God is saying. So you can hear what direction he wants you to go in and, and go for it. And Absolutely. don't be ashamed. Absolutely. I love it. I feel like that's the model for 2018. Yeah. Just go for Just it. Just go for it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rainier. This has been amazing. <laughs> it was perfect. Thank you for having me. Thank you.